Learning to slow down and embrace the present moment is one of the best gifts you can give yourself. Each week on Slowing Down with Katie, I will touch on topics to help you slow down into your healthier, happier, more mindful and grateful self. As we slow down together, my goal is to help you live and create a more fulfilling life starting now. Hello and welcome to the third episode of Slowing Down with Katie. Today we're going to be talking about loneliness versus alone time so that we can better discover what both mean, comparing and contrasting them so that we can understand what we are going through personally in our lives. This is very near and dear to me because I've gone through it myself and um you know, in the beginning of the year, I didn't really love myself as much as I do now. And I think that it had to do with the topic that we're going to be going through tonight. So that being said, let's get into it. So the first thing that I want to talk about is the differences, the seven differences that I kind of found when I was comparing and contrasting loneliness versus alone time. I personally went through it in the beginning of January 2020. I was alone. I was overweight. I was eating vegan Taco Bell. I had just been broken up with by an ex and I had just lost my job right before Christmas leading straight into the new year. I was interviewing for multiple jobs, overworking myself by Uber driving because I needed to make some sort of income to afford my first month's rent in my uh, apartment. And I just was just so lonely. I just felt so alone, like it was just me in this new state. And I felt like I had no one. And even though I did have family and family friends, I still, I still felt just like no one was there and it was just me against the world. And uh, the first thing that I noticed when you're feeling loneliness is you feel depressed, you feel sad. That's the first thing. You feel like your whole body and everything is just down, like in a lower vibration. And I feel like when you're feeling this way, you kind of don't see the opportunities. You don't see the good things that come with being lonely. Um, because you know, (laughs) when you're feeling lonely, it feels like you have like a cloud over your head, right? So the first thing I wanted to think about was how could I make this a good thing? How could I make my loneliness a good thing? How could I make myself feel good while being lonely? Sounds a little crazy, right? But That is what is the difference between loneliness and alone time. Alone time makes you feel good. It fills you up. It gives you time to work on yourself. It gives you time to focus on what needs work and what has been improved about you. It gives you time to look in the mirror. And I think a lot of us don't want to look in the mirror. We don't want to face the demons. We don't want to go through all the junk. We don't want to heal the emotions and past memories that need to be healed. 
we just are so afraid and just so lost, you know? And we feel like there is no way that we can tackle this all alone. We, we almost search for others. We look for new relationships, new friendships to kind of distract us or new ventures that maybe, or maybe new um, hobbies that aren't so good for us. Not even good ones, bad ones, right? But when you're doing alone time, if you do it the right way, you're doing alone time, you're going to find good things for you, surrounding yourself with good things, fixing all the issues you have. Like for example, one of my issues is that the tires on my car, they are definitely ready to be replaced and putting the money aside for that and putting the money aside to fix all the things in my car. And, you know, those things pile up over time and you got to get to them. And, you know, that's what alone time's for. Sounds funny, but you can go to the mechanic, get your tires changed out, sit there. And while you're on your phone, maybe listen to your favorite songs, write some poetry in your notes on your phone or on your hand or on a piece of paper. I don't really recommend your hand because you can actually get ink poisoning. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, you want to give yourself some time to really feel good when you're alone, doing something alone. You know, it could be going out to a restaurant by yourself, empowering yourself, going out, enjoying a nice meal alone, people watching, looking around, making friends with the waitress or waiter, getting to know the people in the restaurant, looking around, observing everything. That's the difference between loneliness versus alone time. When you're lonely, all you're focused on is yourself. All you're focused on is your internal suffering. Instead of focusing on the beauty of the environment around you and the beauty of, and of empowering yourself to do something outside of your comfort zone. So that's the first one. I mean... When you feel sad because you're lonely, try and look for ways to feel good because that's how you can make it into alone time. And that's why we're comparing the two because loneliness is a feeling and is a thing that happens to a lot of us, but there's a way out. There are solutions and that's making it into alone time. That's why we're comparing and contrasting loneliness versus alone time because we want to see the differences and see which one seems a lot better because both are the same frame of physicality, right? We're, we're in the same mode, but we're thinking of it differently. The difference is Number two, which is blaming instead of being grateful and thinking about self-growth. So you're blaming the feeling of being lonely on everyone around you and everything else and all. And you're even maybe you're even feeling self-pity and, you know, shaming yourself or feeling guilty or feeling all these negative emotions And therefore, it's not helping you get into a higher vibration about the situation you're in. Because there is times where when we have alone time, we can be really happy and really grateful and focused on self-growth. Or we can be blaming everyone around us, getting mad at everyone around us, 
and creating worse situations where maybe we're pushing people away more. When we're grateful and we're self-growth focused, more people want to be around us, right? So we're going to have the alone time. We're going to do the alone time work, but then people are going to be like, hey, they're going to be knocking at your door, calling you on your phone, texting you, and they're going to be in your DMs and they're going to be messaging you and messaging you. Hey, can you hang out? Because they're going to see the improvement that you're doing in yourself and they're going to be attracted to that. And that's why alone time is so healthy. Loneliness, though, on the other hand, isn't. It's so unhealthy. It's going to push people away because they're going to see, oh, he's eating an entire pizza to himself and he's crying about it on Facebook and or she is, you know, um, posting pictures of her and her ex, even though they're totally in the past and they're, you know, she's, she's almost pushing away her future husband that she could have. So when you think about loneliness versus alone time, alone time is, Hey, I'm going to post a picture of, of a photography shoot that I did for myself. And I'm, I kind of want to share it with the world. And then, then next thing you know, that guy or that girl comments on the photos like, wow, you look great. You're working really hard. And then you message them and they message you and then you have a great conversation and they're like, hey, you want to meet for coffee? And that is the beginnings of what it's, it means to have alone time instead of be lonely. Because you're going to, alone time is only a brief moment. Loneliness can feel like forever, but alone time can be a brief moment that is followed with some time spent with others. Because it's going to attract other people to you. They're going to see that you're self-serving, you're loving yourself, you're, you're growing. And they're going to be excited about that for you. Okay, number three, self-pity versus empowering. This is loneliness versus alone time, self-pity versus empowering. Hmm, we just talked about that a little bit when we were talking about blaming ourselves, right? So self-pity When we're lonely, we just act like, you know, oh, poor me. No one likes me. I'm going to be alone the rest of my life. Oh, no one messages me back. Everyone just is having fun and I'm here sitting alone. I don't have anything to do on a Friday night. Have you ever heard yourself say these things in your head? Well, that is self-pity. And as much as I feel for you, I do want to tell you that when we think these thoughts, we're just attracting more of it into our life. We're just bringing more of it into our being and how we feel. And we're just resonating with it and we become it. And that is all we're ever going to get if we keep thinking those thoughts. And that's not what you want, right? You want to feel empowered, which is what alone time can bring you. When you are presented with a time where you're alone, instead of feeling sad about yourself, think about what is it that I need to work on? What is it that I can do that can make me feel empowered? For me, for me personally, I love to do photo shoots. I like to put some makeup on or go for a workout or paint a picture or create a poem or write a song or edit a video. Oh my goodness. Or play with my cat. I love alone time. It's empowering for me because it is the time that I can work on my self-growth, on habits and things that I need to make better. There is a world, an endless world of things 
that I can personally do to make myself better. You know, I, I, I can't even, I can't even think about talking about other people. You know, when people, they just are so sad with themselves that they just want to talk, 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 talk all day about other people. I can't do that. I don't have the time. I don't have the, the time in my brain to think about other people's, you know, mis- shortcomings or mistakes or maybe quirky habits or things that they do that are considered weird to others or abnormal. I don't, I don't really, I don't really want to focus on that. What I want to focus on is how can I make myself the better person so I can affect others' lives in a positive way? So those abnormal people, they don't learn to be normal because what is normal anyways, but they learn to maybe navigate society a little differently so that they make more friends or whatever. But the point is, is me leading by example, empowering myself so that I can then empower others. This is like first doing it for me and then the ripple effect affects others in, in, in an increasing way, right? Because we all want to leave people with a feeling of increase. And I'll be honest, I'm not perfect. Sometimes, I mean, I am perfect, but I have imperfect actions. And sometimes I don't, I don't leave everyone with a feeling of increase. Sometimes I don't even leave the most important people in my life with a feeling of increase because I slip up or I make a mistake or I say something stupid or whatever, you know, and I, and I don't speak good things or I don't do good things or whatever it is. And so those are the things that I need to work on and then empower myself to be better at so that I can then do good and empower others and make up for all the negative things I have said and do good again and become more enlightened, you know? It's just so much fun when you think of it on the other side, you know? The grass may not be so much greener on the other side, but I really think it is. You know, I, you know it's so funny because you know how people say like, oh, you know, that, that whole idea of, you know, be careful what, you're, what you wish for. But when you focus on making a lonely time into alone time, you really, really do get that green grass. You really do get what you wish for. And that's like the best feeling in the world, this feeling of self-growth, creating your better self so that other people want to be around you. So other people are excited to be around you. And I don't mean that, you know, those people that want to be around you because they see you're doing good are just there because you're doing good. Those people Usually, when you are doing good for yourself, you're going to attract good people as well that understand you're not always going to have perfect moments. They're, they're going to be there for everything, with you through everything. Um, and they're going to understand that, you know, there are moments that you're going to make imperfect actions and you're going to say silly things. And they're going to see that, you know, you're human. And with that, comes <laughs> a lot of baggage sometimes and a lot of bad memories and things that traumatized us and cause us to have certain pains and issues and dark spots. But the, those types of people that you're going to attract by being happy and positive, they're going to they're gonna be just as happy and positive and they're going to want to uplift you. 
And they're going to be there through everything with you, not just your good moments. So don't get that mistaken. Because a lot of people, when I say like, oh, don't act so self-pity-like and be so sad, you're going to push people away. They say, well, then they're not meant for me. Then, you know, they don't deserve me. But it's not like that. What that, what I'm saying is that you're going to push away the people that are good for you and bring in the people that are just going to keep you at the same level you're at right now, which is a lonely feeling. They're going to be the narcissist, which I love all people, but they're going to be these people that are narcissistic or self-focused in in a bad way, not in a good way. They're going to be wanting to just get whatever they can out of you and then leave or get whatever they can out of you and continue to get whatever they can out of you every single day like a leech. And these are the people that are going to make you feel even lonelier. So it's not so much that I'm saying you want to not be yourself and pretend to be happy and attract the happy people. I'm just saying you got to work on yourself, love yourself, and the right people will come around that will want to uplift you and make you feel less lonely without you even realizing the right people will come around and it will push away all of the toxic people that are sucking the life out of you and making you feel lonelier and lonelier and lonelier. So that being said, um, yeah, don't self-pity, empower yourself. Do something empowering. Take your time and use it wisely. Number four, when we are lonely, we feel bored. But when we are enjoying alone time, there are so many projects and hobbies to do. And there's so many people to meet, even in our hobbies, right? Have you ever like thought about how, you know, people sometimes in books and movies, even though these things are very dramatized, a lot of the times they're also based on real life. And one of the things I always noticed is that in a lot of romance books, because I used to read them when I was younger, a lot of ways that people, the characters met were through their favorite hobbies. So maybe they were, they loved reading and they were sitting in the library every single day at two o'clock and every single day at two o'clock. So was the other person that they met. And this was the person that they ended up, you know, going on a date with because they both were reading the same book or maybe they were reading similar authors and it sparked one of their interests to start a conversation and this was their alone time and this was their hobby that led them to that new relationship may it be a friendship or a boyfriend or girlfriend or a potential husband or wife so when we are focusing instead of being so bored and being like oh have nothing to do my life is so boring no one invites me anywhere instead of feeling like that what you want to do is say hey what can i do that like is something i really enjoy maybe i can take like a guitar lesson or maybe i can go to a workout class this is kind of my alone time or like a personal training session whatever it is Whatever it is you like, maybe you want to go to an art class or you want to try out uh, some sort of soccer uh, event on, what is it, meetups on the app meetups or the, the website meetups. You can go on that app and you can find 
a bunch of events, hiking trails, and you don't even have to talk to anyone. I mean, if you're really nervous and you don't want to talk to anyone, you literally go for yourself, like I said, alone time and just walk and not talk to anyone and just relax and do what you got to do and then leave. But I bet you, just without realizing it, someone that is great for you is going to come up to you during those moments, during those those projects that you have, those hobbies that you have, and they're going to start a conversation. And this is going to be your chance to now have, you know, the best feeling in the world, this feeling of like, wow, I'm being noticed. I don't feel so lonely after all, you know? So yeah, that being said, let's go head on to number that that has to do with actually kind of what we just spoke about is like wanting a relationship or someone to love a lot of people that I notice that say they're lonely always say to me oh I really want a relationship I want someone to love I'm so alone and I and I'm living in my parents house and I just really want someone to love and (laughs) And I'm not making fun. I, I mean, honestly, if I could, I would be living in my parents' house, saving money and, and doing that for fun, right? Um, but so I'm not making fun of that. Do it up if you, while, while you can. There is no shame in that. But what I'm trying to say is that, you know, people want a relationship or someone to love, but what they're kind of neglecting is themselves, and that's where alone time comes in. It's wanting to love yourself. It's wanting to be better, be stronger in who you are and loving every part of you, even the darkest parts, even the worst memories, even the broken little child memories. You know, I have one of them. I was on the bus and um, the whole bus was like cheering me on. I was like in kindergarten they were cheering me on to take my underwear off and I did it because I wanted to fit in and I was only in kindergarten. Yeah, TMI guys. But really, I mean, I'm telling you this because I want you to understand this was like a really traumatizing event for me. And I remember sitting in the bathtub and bathtub time was supposed to be like, you know, it's bath time. It's like you have the rubber ducky in there and you're like, I'm in kindergarten. So I'm like, what, how old is that? Like, five or four years old and I'm just sitting in bathtub all vulnerable and my mom's like did you do this the school called and did you do this and and I love my mom and I love my dad but man that was stressful for a little kid that young you know I didn't know what to say so I just lied I was afraid you know I was like I didn't do it (laughs) and and so the reason I'm telling you this though is that Part of my self-love journey was forgiving that Katie, that Katie that was so ashamed that took her underwear off because the the popular girls told her to and and then getting in trouble and then and being so in shock and so in shame that the adults were all yelling at her. And I had to, I had to heal that side of Katie, you know? I had to take care of that Katie because that Katie was a part of the Katie that now felt alone because she felt so ashamed and so guilty and so sad and so alone. Like no one understood that little Katie when she was in kindergarten on the bus because all they ever wanted from her was just to embarrass her because they thought it was funny. And, you know, they were just little kids. But 
you know, that still stuck with me. So it was something I had to heal. And I bet you have a memory, something that you need to love and you need to work through. And I feel like, um, you know, wanting a relationship or someone to love is great. That's totally fine. But if you don't love yourself enough, you will not be prepared for a relationship. You will feel almost like you're forcing the relationship because you would rather disguise yourself and all your issues and all your things that you need to work through than actually go, you know, go through all the pain first. And therefore, it's going to make the relationship that you're in, if you're in one, not as satisfying for both parties. And maybe it might even be abusive. And that's what happened with me as well. And I'm going to give you my story. I was in a three-year relationship that was abusive on both ends, mainly his, but which means that he was very abusive to me. You know, on my birthday, he called me bad name, a bad name. And he purposely scheduled work on my birthday so that we couldn't go to the spa. Um, and he did it just because he didn't want to pay for it. And, you know, there was just a lot of red flags. And, you know, for me personally, it was a very toxic relationship. I was gained, I gained 40 pounds in this relationship. I was distancing myself from my friends. My job was being affected because he was calling me at my job and wouldn't stop. He would call like five times in a row. And so my point of bringing this up is that I attracted this person into my life because I wasn't focusing on Katie's self-growth. I wasn't focusing on what can Katie do for Katie. I wasn't standing up for Katie. When, when he was telling me, stop doing those workouts, stop doing this, stop doing that, I listened to him instead of focused on what I wanted. And so I wasn't strong enough in Katie and I didn't understand what it meant to feel truly alone in my time and and stand by that and honor that Katie, right? And love myself completely so that if he were to tell me, don't, don't go on Instagram and post photos, I would say, sorry, if you want me in your life, you're going to have to deal with the fact that I post self-love photos and inspiration for people because that's part of who I am. And if you don't accept that, then you don't accept who I am, which means that why are you even trying to pursue me? You know? And so, that comes with self-love. That comes with not just wanting a relationship or someone to love, but actually wanting to first love yourself completely and wholly to the point that you can make sure that when you are in a future relationship, you can set boundaries and you can be strong in yourself and you can make sure and ensure that you are loving yourself regardless of whoever decides to court you. <laughs> and be in a relationship with you. All right, number six. When you're lonely, you tend to make things worse in your life. Compared to when you're in your alone time, you love to clean up the crap. And, uh, you know, I know this personally. Again, um, I could say it over and over again. I know this because when you know, when you're lonely, you're in a low vibration. You're really sad. You're depressed. You just want to eat the bad foods that are cheap from fast food restaurants. And you just want to complain about your life to friends and people. 
And that tends to push those people away and it makes things worse. It makes you gain weight. It makes you push the people away. It makes, you know, your finances go down. Everything is just starting to drain away when you are lonely and you are using that as a negative projection. Um, Because you, you do tend to look like you have a dark aura around you or a dark cloud, like a rain cloud above you. And people don't want to really, you know, naturally people avoid that. And it's not because you're a bad person because you're not. You're a really beautiful, amazing person, even when you're feeling lonely. Everything you go through, all the negative emotions you go through are very important for shaping you into a stronger person. So don't ever feel down on yourself for feeling lonely. This is a total, totally okay feeling to have. It's just something you have to work on shaping into a better thing. And that's why I'm saying that, you know, most people don't want to be around that because they don't want to feel it themselves, right? They don't want to feel lonely. They would rather do uh, clean up their stuff instead of focus on creating more dirt and creating more problems or making things worse. And so what I want you to do is I want you to focus on what can I clean up? Every time you feel like lonely, instead of making things worse, think about what is it that I can do better today? How can I make today the best day ever? That's what you need to think about. And when you think about that, that is when your life will ultimately change. That day will change. And that's what happened even earlier today for me. I was not going to work out. I was really sad and emotional about something. And I was about to eat my like whole fridge, right? But instead, I went and I jogged to the gym. I did something completely opposite of what I was going to do, which was binge eat. Instead of binge eating like old Katie would when she was 250 pounds, I worked out. I ran to the gym. I didn't even drive to the gym. I ran to the gym. And, you know, that just switched things up for me. It made my loneliness into alone time. Okay, and the last one we're going to talk about before we go is when you're lonely, you are just thinking about the past and what issues you have from the past. Also, you think way too much with anxiety about the future and what you're scared you're going to miss out on or what you wish you could have, someone you could love, you want a relationship, you know, all of these things, but it's never, ever living in the present moment, right? And so that's where alone time comes in. When you're living in your alone time, you're present, you're painting a picture, you're working out, you're going for a nice hike in nature and you hear the birds overhead, you are alone and you or you're at a restaurant enjoying a nice big stack of pancakes, whatever it is, you are present. You are not thinking about the past or the future. And if you are thinking about the future, it is only with your goals, only about your self-growth, only about things that you can change in the present moment and things that you can change as habits for the future as well. That is the only time you're thinking about that. So that being said, those are my seven different comparisons between loneliness and alone time. And I just want to really quick leave it off on this. I really know what it feels like to feel alone and to feel lonely. 
I know what it feels like to feel like the whole world is just collapsing in on me and there's no one there to save me and it just feels like it's me and I have to do it all on my own. I know what it feels like. But I want you to slow down with me right now and I want you to just breathe in deep. And I want you to realize that you have every ability in your bones, in your mind, in your soul to change, to make things better for yourself, to make you so you're not alone, that only when you're alone, it's for good and it attracts people into your life. It makes you less lonely. And I know you can. And the ways that you can is by trying to make loneliness feel good, by trying to be more grateful and self-growth focused, by trying to empower yourself, by making more projects in your life and having more hobbies and meeting people through these hobbies, by wanting to love yourself, by cleaning up the crap and by being present and goal-focused. By doing all of these things, you can make your loneliness a positive thing that attracts others into your life and makes you less lonely. I know it and I've done it and I believe in you. You can do it and I hope that this episode really helped you today because I love you with all my heart. Whoever you are out there, you are not alone because you have me and I'll be here for you through these podcasts, through live videos, through everything that I offer. I have my website link attached to my Anchor podcast um, link. I also have it on my Facebook account, on the Facebook account called It's Katie. You can find that through the search bar at Hey Guys, It's Katie. Or you can find my link on my Instagram at It's Katie D. These are both ways that you can find my website that has all of my free links for free content, free live videos, free posts, and um, mental health content as well as fitness and health content. My purpose is to serve you, to make you better, to make you healthier, to make you happier, to make you more grateful, and to grow into your best version and to make you less lonely and to make you more excited about your alone time so that you can then attract tons of great people into your life as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed episode number three. Oh, this was loneliness versus alone time. I hope this gave you some insight and helped you think a little bit more about the current situation you are in and how you can make it better. Thank you again, and I hope you have an amazing, abundant, happy day. I love you. Bye, guys.